Hi everyone and welcome to the Tech Recruitment Podcast. This is the episode number, the next one, so let's kick it off. Hi, what's up everyone? It's Michael here with the episode number... What is it? Six? Could be six. Um, so uh, it's Tuesday, January 12th today, and I would like you to walk you guys through three biggest mistakes. But probably you've been already in one of my webinars or seminars where I talked about mistakes in IT recruitment. So these mistakes are different because today I would like to focus on the three mistakes I personally want to avoid when I'm recruiting for my clients. Okay, so I will start with the mistake number one right now. Okay, let's dive right in. No delays. Let's cut to the meat of the matter. So the first mistake is uh, passing over an unqualified candidate. And now, why is this the mistake I would like to avoid? Well, because back then, two, three, four, five years ago, when I was the CTO in Thailand, I was uh, engaged with a few recruiters. Just really briefly, I, I didn't want to work with external recruiters, but sometimes I give it a try here and there. And as soon as I received a candidate who was not qualified but obviously not qualified, I thought, oh, well, like, what, what, what is this recruiter actually doing? Like, what, what's the added value of the recruiter in this process if she or he cannot even screen the candidate on a really high level? So, so that's uh, what was happening a few years ago. And that actually brought me also to uh, start the academy, the IT Recruitment Academy. Some of you may be members of the academy. Some of you have probably studied in some of my courses. And the purpose is to actually explain the IT terminology and uh, teach you a little more about the IT roles so you don't make this mistake of passing on an unqualified candidate to the CTO because sooner or later he will get annoyed the same way I got annoyed uh, three, four, five years ago. Okay, so now when I'm sending an email with an introduction of a candidate, I'm usually focusing on the must-have skills and I clearly elaborate why I think this candidate is a is a good fit or a perfect fit for the position. So I start with uh, with uh, a few bullet points. In each of the bullet points, I focus on one must-have skill. Something like, "Hey, dear CTO, um, I I'm introducing you, John, who is a full stack developer or a senior Java lead, uh, tech lead." And I think he would be a perfect fit for your vacancy because, boom, one, two, three, four ballot points. And in each of the ballot points, I refer to some of these must-have skills. And usually there are only a few must-have skills, probably three, probably four, obviously related to the technical stack, obviously related to the past experience. And uh, usually it's not the um, the academic knowledge. Usually it is not the certification unless it's very specific certification on, for example, Amazon Web Services or Google Cloud Platform certification, etc. 
So I only focus on the must-have skills, for example, the programming language and the framework combination. But again, often not even the framework is a must-have because um, a senior seasoned software engineer can learn a particular framework or a tool at work. But that's, uh, that depends on the situation. Okay, so, so the mistake I want to avoid is sending a candidate who may be a fit or may not be a fit because I, as a recruiter, as a talent advisor, would not do my job properly. And that's what I want to avoid. Um, and when I'm introducing a candidate who maybe doesn't have the exact skills, well, then I state it up front. Like, hey, dear hiring manager, I uh, was just interacting with uh, Joshua, who could be a good fit because one, two, three, but, uh, you know, just for you to know, he doesn't meet this particular must-have uh, requirement, but I assume that he could either acquire it quickly or he has a month or two months um, to get the certificate, etc., etc. right? So, so I make it clear up front why I think it makes sense to talk to this candidate even though he doesn't meet such a requirement. Okay, so, so that's the mistake number one, passing on or passing over an unqualified candidate. Now, moving on to the mistake number two. The mistake number two is not asking the right questions during a screening call or an interview. And if you are a recruiter, if you are a headhunter and you've never worked in IT, maybe you don't know what kind of questions to ask. Maybe you start with some generic questions. Maybe you talk about uh, the, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Or why do you think you would be a great fit for this position? Really, these are okay questions. But um, what I like to start with is the technical skill, just to make sure the technicality is, is there, that the candidate has some strong technical background, and then I, I, I shift to, to soft skills. But still, the question remains, what are the right questions? Well, I usually have a list of questions um, already prepared before I go for a meeting, whether it is a screening call or an, an interview. And I usually just go through some of those questions. Like I, I may open up my Evernote with, um, with Java-related questions. So usually these questions are related to a particular technical stack. And I just ask some of those questions. Sometimes I don't even know what the correct answer should be because I haven't been working with that particular technology, with that particular tool. And that's okay, right? That's okay. I've been in IT for 15 years and I still don't know it all because it's not possible. But still, I know what questions to ask and I can sense based on the answer if the person actually knows. And sometimes I have, uh, you know, just some notes about um, the expected expected answer. So uh, those questions are not overly technical. I'm not talking about the technical interview, but rather screening uh, to, to identify if the person really knows that particular framework, if the person has been working with some software lab library, or if the person has experienced the tool in a certain situation, etc., etc. 
Okay, so, so asking the right questions will help you determine if the candidate is a good fit for the position. And then you will be introducing the candidate with, uh, with proper insights if he or she is a good fit or not. So the mistakes one and two are connected to each other because if you don't ask proper questions, you may not know if the candidate is a good fit and you may pass a candidate who is not a good fit, which is, you know, you may be losing some credit in the CTO's uh, eyes. Mistake number three that I would like you to avoid is um, missing the opportunity to sell the organization. So, you know, um, the market is tough. These days, in the last year, two, three years, you know, there has been some shifts happening on the market. More and more companies were hiring IT professionals. Less and less people are, are available for different reasons. I mean, you know, there is a huge, uh, huge demand for IT professionals. And um, that's, that's why there is this competition for IT professionals, which is great. It's great for IT professionals. Their salaries increase. It's more and more comfortable for them to work. They don't have to travel because they can work remotely now for any company, even on the other side of the world. That was common even before COVID-19. So uh, yeah, everything has some pros and cons. And for us, for recruiters, for headhunters, it's especially important to sell the opportunity because IT professionals, they have lots of lots of other opportunities. So, you know, I, when I'm recruiting, when I'm on a screening call, usually the first five minutes is all about selling the opportunity. And it's probably not five minutes, but at least three minutes. I'm talking about the team, the project, the the technical lead, or the technology the company uses, because I want to get the candidate excited. I want to sell the opportunity because I know that tomorrow someone else will approach the candidate, and the next day someone else will approach him or her. So I want to get the person excited about my particular opportunity. And um, why? Well, because I'm the recruiter, right? So that's that's the added value I should bring to the table. Um, anyone can just post uh, on, on LinkedIn or Monster or Indeed.com. Anyone can do it. But our added value as headhunters, talent advisors, recruiters should be in finding the right people and then selling them the opportunity. Um, so, so that's also what I've been doing and I'll, I'll be doing it even more and more. I, I've learned some really cool tricks, how to get people excited about the position, how to talk to them, how to, uh, how to present the opportunity on the social media in an attractive manner. So this is also something you may find inside the IT Recruiter Toolkit, which uh, I have created uh, a year ago roughly, and I've been adding some more content recently. You will find some of my strategies on modern IT recruitment. So if you would like to sharpen this particular skill, you can uh, just go to itrecruitertoolkit.com and... Um, yeah, create your account, start learning, start growing, start um, getting better at 
recruitment on social media because that's where people are these days anyway they are on social media they are on facebook they are on linkedin but they are already tired of recruiters sending them messages every day all day so um we as recruiters also need to employ new ways uh, new uh, new approaches on how to get in front of people and then when you are in front of those candidates you need to get them excited sell them the opportunity go uh, a little further than most of the recruiters okay so that's the mistake i would like you guys to avoid when you are recruiting it professionals um, so as a, as a little sum up uh, the mistake number one was uh, passing over an unqualified candidate the mistake number two was uh, not asking the right questions during the screening or an interview call. And you can also find some of my screening questions inside the IT Recruiter Toolkit, which I mentioned. Maybe I'll just link it uh, in the footnote in the episode description so you can uh, just find it easily. And I also uh, have uh, written an ebook. Uh, which uh, is called Confident Interviews. So if you ever need to learn a little more about these questions, what to ask candidates, how to screen candidates, how to have some meaningful small talk with them, you can just go to uh, to the toolkit or to our e-shop, uh, our online shop at gigrecruiters.com and in the section with ebooks you will find it and you can uh, you can buy it and you can start learning how to ask better questions recruiters uh, sorry developers in IT and not just developers but IT professionals in general okay so that was mistake number two not asking the right questions and the mistake number three missing the opportunity to sell the organization sell the team sell the company okay so um, yeah, with this, I guess I'll wrap it up. I'll keep this episode short and sweet today. I hope you have a you have a wonderful and sweet day. If it was not sweet enough yet, well then uh, it could be you know a good time to have some sweet cake, like some cheesecake. Cool. Um, have a wonderful day, everyone. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi again and really quick, if you'd like to get a new job as the tech recruiter or if you'd like to start working as the independent freelance tech recruitment consultant or if you'd like to start and grow your own agency, we can help you get closer to your goals. So just go to our website techrecruitmentacademy.com and learn more about the programs that we organize every now and then. So just go to the website techrecruitmentacademy.com. 